For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. and welcome back to Guild Mateys with our intrepid three shipwrecked sailors. Uh, how are you three doing today? Doing quite well, I think. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, you're lost in the jungle, so, you know. Ah, uh, you know, shit happens. <laughs> All right. So uh, when we last left off, uh, Q, um, excuse my poor French accent, was talking to Lady Arval on the beach while uh, Arthur was quite lost in the jungle. And uh, Sinead was uh, tripping. <laughs> uh, I was having a dream. I wasn't tripping. I didn't take any <laughs> mushrooms or anything. That's you know of. I, what what'd you eat at that feast? I don't know. You should have. <laughs> I ate like meat. <laughs> so unless uh, okay, the meat okay. was laced with some sort of hallucinogenic drug, then no. It's the nitrates. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they they must have marinated it in something crazy uh, <laughs> traditional recipe um, but we are back on the beach and uh, the lady of the island with no name bestowed some troubling news upon you Q she said that you all are already dead uh, what would you have to say to that what and uh, do you would you like to reply in any manner? No, I just say what. Oh, sorry, that, that was Amelia talking. <laughs> That's on me. Um, she goes, "Well, you're you're dead. You're lost souls on this island of no name. You're 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 deceased, gone." How? I I should have told you sooner, but wrecking your ship was. The only way to preserve the progress we've made on the silent for so far. And uh, we were hoping you wouldn't die, but uh, you would have made it to the island on either way, given the rules. Uh, many of the souls you've met today are already dead. We're, there's not much of a line on this island between the living and the dead. Um, and I, I'm sorry that your sacrifice had to, had to contribute to our cause, but I promise it is a, it's a worthy cause, my friend Q. Wait... So you caused our ship to wreck, which killed us, which brought us to this island? She extends her arms out towards the sea and then thrusts them up in the air. And then giant tidal waves about a half a mile away, you can see them uh, thrust upward into the, into the sky uh, at least 200 meters and then slam into each other. And she says... Uh, and it's not as easy as it looks, but, uh, yeah, it wasn't too much of a problem. But why? Well, I don't know what you know about, uh, your Vodachin friend, but if both sides thinks, thinks he's dead, I, and then she trails off <clears throat> and then says, I, I forgive me. I must go. No, um, you don't get to just go. Um, I am going she... to reach out for her arm. Okay, that's going to be... Uh, wait a minute. Let's see. I think that's... Is that... I guess that's... 
I would say Panache. I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to. Are you okay? Are you focusing on convincing her with your words, or are you like physically grabbing her? Or I guess you know maybe let's let's do both. This is this is seventh C. Roll me Panache plus Brawl. Or Panache plus Brawl. Let's do Panache plus Athletics because Panache plus Athletics. Okay, why don't you tell uh, me about the raises here? Okay, so um, do I if get you plus can give one, me... right? Because it's what? a new skill. I get an extra yes, die. Yes, new skill. This is a new session, so uh, no one's used anything yet. So uh, athletics, you get a plus. Um, so here's the thing: you're gonna. It's a risk. You're gonna. If you don't get any raises, she's gonna raise their water up and just like slap you <laughs> with the water away from her as she runs into the sea. Um, if you get a, if you get one raise, you can dodge it, but she still gets a wave. Um, if you can give me th- two raises, then you can stop her for a minute. If you can give me three, you can pull her back. Um, and if you get more than that, you can, of course, bank them for later. Okay. Um, I have two raises. Okay. So you, you're going to stop her for a moment. You're going to duck the, the – she water bends the <laughs> – copyright uh, – the water out of the ocean right towards you. Uh, Q ducks uh, perfectly, and you, you get her to stop for one more moment. You get her attention. What would you like to do with her attention? I want to say you can't just kill people and then apologize and walk off. That's not how this works. She says, "What? Well, I'm not sure there's anything I can do. You guys, it's a long journey back to the world of the living if you want to get your bodies back. And I can't help you there. Well, you could maybe explain a few more things. You could tell us about the journey. You could tell us why you killed, why you wanted to kill the Vodachi man. So she she starts to get a little uh, irritated, and she says, I just need both sides of that war to think he's dead. I do not have to share with you why. I'm you trying killed to me. You don't think this... you owe me the reason why I'm dead? I'm trying to protect this island. But um, if you guys want to go back home, I understand. And she takes out a seashell and says... This will lead you back. Just go into the ocean, and in the minute you and your friends can no longer see this island, hold it to your heart, and you'll be back in the world of the living. Then she melts into water. I'm gonna try and, as she's melting, like, stop her. I know I can't, but... (laughs) Um, you, it's like the thing at like a, like a public pool with like the water fountains, uh, shooting up from the ground. You like, you grab it, like the water and it like stops it for a second. And like a little, little pool, like, uh, builds up in your hands as it trickles down between your fingers or the fountains at TU, also the fountains at TU. Uh, <laughs> um, and as it pours out of your hands and into, uh, the ocean, you're left there alone. Um, it is almost dawn and there is a full moon we are now moving uh, back to Rob who is with Giuseppe Vivaldi and is hella lost Um, could not tell you which way is north or south Um, Rob uh, how's it going or I'm sorry uh, Arthur (laughs) um Okay, uh, Giuseppe, I hate to be the bearer of bad news here. I think that we are utterly lost. Um, so, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, eh, at least we ain't dead, am I right? Um, so then he uh, starts uh, taking things out of his pocket looking for a compass, and he eventually finds one. Um, the compass is spinning around in circles like a helicopter blade. Uh he goes, so uh, what do you think of that? Um, you know, either your compass is broken, or this island is magical beyond our belief and we're already fucked. <coughs> Arthur's having a really bad day. <laughs> Goodness. Um, Giuseppe's like, hey, you might have a point there, my friend. Um, you can see he's been opening up to you a little bit more be- uh, because of that conversation you guys had earlier. Um, mm-hmm. So I want you guys to... He's going to help you out. Um, so he's helping you, so add two D10s to this roll. Okay. Um, and I want you to roll wits plus... 
scholarship. Yeah, wits plus scholarship to see if he can use like the moss on the trees and stuff and navigate your way back to the beach to to join Sinead. Okay, so I get you said I get two extra d10s for this. Yep, because okay. I'm just factoring in. I'm too lazy to roll for him. Well, <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, my scholarship score is, is zero. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it's like good thing Giuseppe's hella educated. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh. Okay. All right, not bad, not bad. Okay, right, that so is. So you're gonna need a three to get out. Okay, so what are the uh, what are the consequences for the other raises? Uh, if you get a zero, we're gonna have to send Q and <laughs> Sinead back to get you, and they won't be happy about that. If you can get a one, um, then you guys will uh, you guys will get back, but you'll take a lot of really weird detours and end up taking some wounds because you like fall into quicksand, you know, like. Uh, you guys scrape your knees, the usual kind of thing. If you can give me a two, you guys get back and only get one wound apiece. If you can give me a three, you get back, no problem. Straight arrow. Okay, I got two raises. All right, so you guys make it back to the beach. Each of you takes one wound. Um, on your way back, Giuseppe, uh, not the most... He's very street or very book smart because of his education. Not the most street smart. Um, he grabs onto a branch that happens to be a snake, <laughs> which, uh, non-venomous, which, uh, tags both of you guys on your legs, uh, before you guys can run away from it. Not venomous, I hope. Non-venomous. You guys are, you guys are fine. Bleeding, but not poisoned. So now we are back. The morning sun is rising. Sinead is in, uh, her hut. Q is on the beach and good old Arthur Windflagon makes his way out of the jungle onto the beach. Um, you guys are now all in the same place again after your misadventures of the evening. What would you like to do? Ooh, what a night. So, how was your frolicking cue? I uh, point to Giuseppe, right? That's his name? Yes, Giuseppe. Yeah, I point to Giuseppe, and I say, who are you really? He he shrugs and he goes, I'm uh, Giuseppe. I'm from Vodachi. What do you what do you got to know about it? That's it. I need to know about your history. What um, are you? You're a prince, right? Um, he does. He it took a lot for him to open up to Arthur. So I'm going to need you to convince him to talk to you as well. Um, give me convince plus panache, please. Convince? Oh, I'm actually good at convince. Awesome. And don't forget to add your bonus because it's the first time you've convinced. Okay. Let's see. Ooh, you love to see it. Okay. So Why don't you you're gonna need a you're gonna need a two to, to pull this one off. Well, uh, he already opened out at once. I'll give you a one and anything over one you get to anything over one you can bank for later. Oh, dope. Okay, how does math work? Uh, I have, I have three, so I will bank two raises for later. Awesome. And use. Don't forget this. you have those. Yeah, I, I got it. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, I use my little ten that I rolled for this one. Nice, well done. Um, oh, don't you get? Uh, if you roll a ten, you get a bonus die, right? What? Has yeah, that been a thing this whole time? Yeah, I, I, I haven't. I forget to remind you guys because I can't see the dice you're rolling as as I would if we were in person and not distancing. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, then, how many raises did I say I had? Three. So then you get to roll another die to see if you can. So if you got like a a thirty four, you can roll another d ten, get a six. Okay. Um, that would put me over to another raise. Awesome. So you now have four raises. Yes. Well done. Okay, you got three raises banked for later. Um, cool. Well done. So you, for some reason, nobody in this entire ocean has any problem telling Q their life story, which is so weird. I'm a very good listener, <laughs> and I have a very disarming presence. Um, yeah, seriously. Like, they, for some, that's, it's really incredible. It's a gift. Um, <clears throat> Giuseppe tells Q... Um, loud enough for uh, loud enough for Sinead to hear it um, about his story and how he's the son of uh, 
the wealthiest uh, man in all of Odachi, and there's a, a there's brewing confl- conflict between the political leader of Odachi and the wealthiest man, and they are having a war. Both of them claim Giuseppo as their son, um, and so he was tired of being caught up on all that, and he decided to run away, run away from home, um, which you know could possibly escalate conflict but he was tired of being a part of it so he grabbed some of his bodyguards and stowed away on a ship and is has run away from home and then he woke up here and to his knowledge the war is probably still going on uh both of them want uh giuseppo as their heir so do you think that going back could you fix it he says um, it would definitely de-escalate the war. I mean, if I since I wasn't planning on going missing, I was just going to run away for a while and come back. But I mean, if I'm stuck on this island for a while, they're probably both going to blame each other, and that'll really escalate the war. Um, they're probably going to think the other one assassinated. Um, during this conversation, uh, <clears throat> uh, Sinead, you're inside the hut, right? Yeah, yeah, I was I was in the hammock. I don't know if that was oh the inside, hammock, not the inside inside hammock, or the outside hut. the hut, but yeah, I was in the um, hammock. So in the in the hammock, you can uh, see that there is a small storm brewing um, above. By the way, since you're lying facing upward, uh, um, I I call out. Um, uh, you think we should get inside? Storms brewing. <laughs> um, Giuseppe goes. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind going back to that uh, that big hall over there with all the food. I mean, I don't, I don't see no reason why not. Uh, I don't know if we're still welcome there. Why wouldn't we be? Yeah, what what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, you became the champion when you bested their champion in the the, the arena of four shadows. Besides, yeah. did you just spend all night being cozy with the leader? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Q, yes. Q, can you hold up special special rules? I want to I want to see if you blush. Can you roll me a d10? What am I trying for here? High number uh, and low I just, number. This, I just want to see if you blush. I got a five. Uh, okay, you, it's, you can turn a little a, a little toasted, but not super yeah. obviously. I hope you can get a one. You go like beet red. Uh, continue. Um. Yes. Uh, Let's go inside the hut for the time being to um, talk through the rest of this. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna tell you. You. I almost gave you a hero point for that great question for that for dodging that conversation. Um, <laughs> that's, that's almost like you could get bonus die in your next finesse check. Um, <laughs> so, do you guys uh, uh, heed her her suggestion and go into the hut? Sure. Yeah, yeah, Arthur's d- dead tired after hiking through the, the jungle all night, so... Sinead is nice uh. and rested. <laughs> yeah, so Q he- did not get a great night's sleep because after that conversation, they just sort of laid down on the beach next to the water instead of going back to the hut. That is... Ex- I, honestly, that is exactly what I think they 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 should have done. <laughs> That's yeah, big that move. A yeah. long night. Um so you all head into the hut, and uh, <laughs> Sinead is glowing. <laughs> her, <laughs> her hair is, like, wind-tossed. She looks like she got great. There's no bags under her eyes. She looks like she just went to a spa. It's that ocean uh, air, man. You <laughs> <laughs> need a 10-step smelled- routine. <laughs> uh, um, so, and you guys all head into, head into the hut. Okay. Do any of you have any idea where we are? Not a clue. Giuseppo just oh, uh, Giuseppo just kind of shakes his head. <sighs> I haven't, I haven't the slightest. Why do you ask? Okay. Do Do you know something? Uh, yes. So, um, we're all kind of dead. We're in a weird sort of limbo place where. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The... What do you mean dead? Hmm. Okay, so do you know what being alive is? Yes, I know what being alive so is. So just imagine not being that anymore. 
Right, so I understand the concept, although I imagine right. my death to be a bit more uh, violent stab wound, fade to black, and enormous pain to ultimate nothingness type of deal. But I oh. feel very much alive, so I'm not inclined to understand what you're saying. Instead of, like, violent stab wound, I think it was violent shipwreck. And oh. instead of nothingness, we washed up on this island, which I think is some sort of liminal space between living and dead. Oh, like the Fey Plains. Oh. Oh, yeah, uh, Kind of, but different than the Fey Plains, I think. Um, so like, Arthur, like, kind of, uh, like, like, stays quiet for a second, tries to feel whether or not he can still kind of feel the Grail's blessing inside of him, which is, like, his, his Fey magic source. And he feels, like, kind of a tingle. And he's like, okay, interesting. I guess we might be dead, but we can still act is there any way for us to be undead or perhaps not dead anymore yeah i think undead isn't what we're going for i think like real life is like the branding that we want yeah it seems like a <laughs> step backwards if you guys uh, wanted to be an undead pirate crew i mean i'm down for it <laughs> i don't want to be a zombie i, I don't want to be pretty. a zombie either <laughs> okay, i'm just saying it was on the table 15 year old zombie is too depressing <laughs> Like, I'm just saying, like, I know you're the GM, like, you can take what happens, but if you make my character ugly ever, I will consider that a personal attack. Uh, it, 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 I'll, I will remember that in the future. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, yeah, so how are we all feeling with that information? What what are your thoughts? Um, oh, apparently we died because this kid over here started a war um, by running away. Well, I'd rather not be dead. Okay, that's me, you, anyone else on the rather not be dead wagon? We could give it to a, put to a vote, you know, if you guys... Mixed feelings on the being dead thing, being alive mm -hmm. kind of sucks anyway, um, but Edgy. I am a big oh believer... Goodness. Rob. <laughs> I am a big believer of getting off this island regardless, and if that happens to make us alive uh, or no longer dead, then I'm all for it. Besides, I think this man has some political cleaning up to do back with his father, so... So yes. I'm counting that as a yes vote. Awesome. What about you? It's a very British yes. It's a full Little paragraph Prince. that says yes. <laughs> Giuseppo just... He looks at you three and says... I can only imagine what the world of the living works like looks like right now. I, I mean, think about it. If I'm, they're all going to think that the other side assassinated me to take away the other's heir. There's, I don't. There's no way the war hasn't already started. And he he looks kind of down at his feet, realizing how many people have died because he ran away. Ah. Uh, we we gotta get me home. Yeah, I'd say so. All right. So <clears throat> uh, after your morning meeting, um, you guys hear some rustling in the jungle behind you, and uh, the uh, lady Arval happens to be walking through with an entourage about three or four guards, um, and well, the first guard knocks on the hut door, which is. Just like a few bamboo sticks, like you can see them right through the door. It's not really a door, but you get the point. I mean, we opened the door, right? <laughs> yes, he says. The her highness would like to speak with uh, the four of you. She uh, senses that you are all up to date on your situation. Yeah, well, telling us that we were dead could have been like a first priority before doing the games and the drinking and the eating. But hey, yeah, we're up to date. Uh, she. She says, she, Lady Arbol actually overhears you and comes up. She like brushes the guard out of the way. And she stands in the doorway and says, I wanted you all to stay. I wanted you to enjoy staying here. And I apologize if it was not the right thing to do. You know, I'm not saying there are le less pleasurable places to end up dead. I do take a bit of issue with the whole murdering us thing and then trying to keep us in your home. Seems a little bit possessive. So, if you could point us to the door, that would be wonderful. We'll be on our way. Hey, don't be rude to her. She killed us! What do you want from me? 
it's I am not thrilled on being killed, but you know, people make mistakes. Alrighty then, still looking for that door. She she says, I I will show you how to leave the island. Understand that if if you knew why I did it, then you would have done the same thing. Um, if you were in my position. Don't know if I'd have killed innocent people. She she looks ashamed and she she says, I, I did everything I could to make your stay enjoyable. I gave uh, gave you guys a massive I put a massive jungle here for, for Arthur to explore. Uh, I gave all the time in the world and the place for for your friend from Inishmore to to run and play and and I even made myself as beautiful as I could for uh for Q and I was really hoping that you guys would really enjoy staying here. I did everything I could to make this not a miserable experience. And then she leaves with her guards, walks down to the beach. Uh, the last guard to leave motions from the door for you guys to follow them. All right, Arthur starts walking towards them. Um, okay. When uh, the when her highness reaches the beach, she waves her hands, and there's bubbles at first, and then it, almost a boiling sensation, bubbles and bubbles on the surface of the, of the ocean. And then a small ship resurrects from the depths. Uh, it's got a single mast. It looks like it could be staffed by two people. It looks like it can fit about four, um, but it is a sturdy ship. Uh, it's in not great repair, but the water around the ship uh, looks like it's repairing it as pieces of it that were on the on the bottom of the ocean floor start to put themselves back into place um the uh the uh what's it called the sailcloth knits itself back together and the giant sun uh is now emblazoned on the sail uh it drops its anchor and is about uh waiting distance from the beach and she turns to you four and says uh, this will be your ship back home. Uh, please be safe. Well, we appreciate the lift. Um, and Arthur starts wading into the ocean <laughs> to get to the ship. Um, Q would like to walk up to her and say, Who are you? Or what are you? She says... I don't think I can bring myself to tell you my story yet. But I've been here a long time. And I can promise you and promise you that we'll meet again and I can tell you everything. Um, it's not terribly hard for me to find people when they're at the sea. And I'll visit you when it, the time is right. Um, just suffice it to say... I'm a daughter of the ocean, and that's what you need to know right now. Um, Q kisses her on the cheek and says, until next time, yeah, and begins wading toward the boat. I hope you're having a good day. Welcome back to the mid-roll announcements. I hope you're enjoying the episode, but uh, yeah, it's time for this week's announcements. Let's let's get into it. Once again, it's time to shout out the wonderfully talented Will Savino for providing today's music. The links to the song names and his Patreon are in the episode description. Our merch is at merch.guildfellows.com and our Patreon is at patreon.com guildfellows. If you want to support us monetarily and get some cool stuff in the meantime, go visit those two links. Find our social media at Guildfellows on Twitter and Instagram. We are on the road to 1,000 followers on Twitter and we'll be doing a big, big giveaway once that happens. So make sure that you don't miss any of that and hit that follow button. If you want to help us grow for free, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. It helps us grow so much. The next episode will be up on the 22nd. We're flying through this year, folks. We hope you're doing okay and staying safe. We love you all, and I will see you next time.
Have I told you guys about Anchor? If you haven't heard about it, let me explain. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free app that you can find in your phone's app store. It gives you creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or your computer. Let it be known that you don't need a professional setup to start a podcast. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and tons of other platforms. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We use Anchor for our podcasts, and as the one who edits and posts our episodes, it honestly makes my job so much easier. I really and truly love it. If you're looking to start your own podcast, I highly recommend using Anchor to do so. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I refuse to call it a ship. <laughs> yeah, I, in hindsight, I guess it's more of a <laughs> Uh, Sinead? Uh, yeah, I follow behind Arthur. <laughs> for a moment, I was thinking about the possibility that Sinead was gonna, like, word for word, action for action, copy Q. <laughs> I don't know why that just really tickled me. <laughs> Sinead's like, we've only known each other for a short time, but <laughs> I didn't feel a connection. <laughs> but I feel like I've known you my whole life. <laughs> uh, no, Sinead's very suspicious right now. That makes sense. Uh, God, I love uh, these yeah. characters. These characters make me laugh so much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm all, always waiting for Sinead to like throw a punch. Like I, <laughs> I feel like it's a negative stereotype, but <laughs> <laughs> she might. It'll uh, happen. I'm sure. I, I I'm sure. Um, She's probably right. gonna punch Arthur if anybody. <laughs> God, I hope yeah. You so. still have to call him uh, Sir uh, Arthur. What was it? Sir I haven't Arthur spoken the rest to him session. yet. I'm just just a reminder. Sinead just never speaks to Arthur again. It's like, yeah, that, that's her plan. Can you tell someone this message for me? That's I mean, it's a fair plan. I mean, you. Uh, I mean, you're how old are you again, Sinead? F- Fifteen. Honestly, I feel like the silent treatment's about on par for that level of maturity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Arthur's like thirty, so he's like super not a, like he like is just like doesn't really play into it. He just doesn't care. <laughs> like he's just like ah, she's fifteen; she'll figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> and so the uh, the likable beyond all reason uh, Q from not France, Arthur Windflagon, and the scrappy young kid wade into the ocean. Giuseppo stands there for a minute and has a private conversation in Audible to you three with Her Highness and then wades in after you guys and joins you guys on the boat. Mm-hmm. We are now going to sail back to the world of the living, everyone. So let's hope you don't shipwreck because if you die in the world of the dead, you die in real life. Um, <laughs> well, it's kind of redundant, I suppose. Um, you die for real this I have, time. Um, a question <laughs> mechanically: yes. Can yes. I that portal that I made, or that mark I made? Can mm-hmm. I teleport to that from the world of the living, or will I just have to find out? Uh, that's you just have to find out. Awesome, love the stakes. Um, that's why whenever you you did that in the in the arena of foreshadows, I was like, this is gonna be a fun mechanic for later. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> anyway. So uh, now that you guys are all on the ship, uh, what would each of you like to do? There's many things to do on the ship. You know, someone's got to manage the jib. Someone's got to be on the rudder. Someone's got to be on the sail. Someone's got to be looking out. I mean, there's what would the four of you, how do you divide up your duties based off your characters? Uh, So I'm very good at looking out. (laughs) Uh, Sinead looks at the the other two and she says, well, do any of you know how to sail a ship? Or am I going to be the captain around here? I did a stint as a crewman before on a, on a royal naval ship, but I was never a captain or anything. Don't really know that much about navigation, though I suppose I could figure it out. I was mostly a rope puller. I pulled ropes, so I guess I'll work on the sails. Right, you do that then. I, um, I've been on ships a lot, but always had other people to do the shipping part. Not really the physical activity kind of person. Um, more for, like, brains than brawn, you know? Right. Then I'll be the captain, I guess. And she's going right, to take the, the take the captain position. All right. 
that makes um that would make uh the boatswain uh bo- boatswain boson boatswain boson 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 that's it um i see the pronunciation now uh <laughs> would be <laughs> um so Giuseppe is actually a he knows a lot about uh so if you let him Giuseppe could be the the ship's master and then uh the the boson would be your old uh arthur and you want to do lookout in case yeah. of uh enemies so the master gunner position q yeah totally all right so if you guys have divided up your duties we have to make sure you guys are good at them so time for some sailing rolls hell yeah um you guys are it's all gonna add together uh just so you all know so this is going to be the sailing skill which none of you have used so far uh good news and all of you, it's also going to be resolve. It's going to be resolve against the the ocean. Um, it's also a red sky, um, and that is the it's the old sailing superstition. Um, when it's a red sky in the morning, you got to look out. Uh, red sky in the morning, sailor take warning. I believe is the the phrase. Yeah, that sounds um, right. <laughs> and it's uh, it's a full moon uh, at dawn. The sky is bright, bright God. red, and you know, there might be some, when you get back to the world of the living, it may not be the greatest weather in the world. All right. So <clears throat> here's how this is going to work. You guys are going to all work together to do your respective positions. Um, we're going to add all your raises together. So we're going to need at least 12 raises to um, get the ship safely through. Um, the more raises you spend, the less damage your uh, your ship will take on a sliding scale down. Uh, your ship has uh, twelve like twelve points of, of health, so if you get a zero, your ship just sinks <laughs> and you all die, and the campaign's over. So, hopefully, it doesn't happen. Um, anything more than that, you guys will be able to bank in case you run into any sea monsters on the way there. Okay. Don't forget to uh, roll a second die if you get any tens. Oh, my God. oh, I've been forgetting about that. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I have to add everything. It's so I'm annoying like... when you get like a nine and then get another higher number because it's like, ah, <laughs> it's wasted. That's yeah. That's exactly how this game works. But I still have those three raises from earlier, so. That is true. We haven't left the uh, left this session yet. You're still getting back home. So, um, all right. So, who got the highest number? Let's. I'm gonna guess here. I can't remember wait, who's wait, the wait. highest. Wait, wait, wait. One question, real quick. If I uh, yes. roll another ten on the exploding ten, do I roll it again? Mm. I think so, right? Yes, I guess so. <laughs> That's how explosions work. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> Technically, you could do that forever. <laughs> I got six raises. Oh my dang goodness. <laughs> um, Arthur? Uh, Arthur got three raises. So it's nine. Um, Q? Um, I have two raises plus my three from earlier. All right. So um, six plus, uh, plus three is nine. And then three. So you guys got 12. Um, wait, 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 you got two raises. So you can only need to spend one of those. Okay, so um, I will just put my three raises toward the sun. All right, then. Gotcha. Um, you guys sail uh, beautifully, beautifully into through the treacherous ocean um, as the wind picks up and the, the clouds start coming in. Uh, nobody runs it ashore a reef. Well done. Uh, your ship takes no damage. However, um, Q, I need you... To roll uh, notice plus uh, resolve. Well, actually, notice plus wits. Uh, thank you for that. <laughs> my wits are better than my resolve. I, <laughs> I remember. I mean, with how easily you got seduced by a water lady, I would say that your resolve is pretty low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> In my defense, she's a pretty water lady. And she also made herself look as pretty as possible, specific to make sure you had a good time. But, uh, point taken. <laughs> okay, why don't you tell me about raises? What are we working with here? Um, so basically, if uh, you get a zero, then you guys are going to have 
uh, a disadvantage on a possible combat, depending on what you see. Hint, hint, you see something. Um, if you can hit me with a one, um, then you're not surprised, but it's on even ground. If you can hit me with a, um, a two, you guys get to go first. If you can hit me with a three, you guys get a, uh, an, ad- uh, an advantage, a small advantage, very small. Okay. I will. I rolled two raises here, and I will use one of my previous raises for a total of three. Awesome. So you guys, um, you notice that uh, you're sneaking up on what looks to be a small, uh, well, a rather, rather large octopus, rather a small kraken, as you will. Um, it uh, is. I mean, well, by krakens, like it's, it's, yes, it's in its adolescence, but in adolescence for these monsters is like a hundred years old, so it's it's not a child. <laughs> no, it's so cute. It's got its little sharp jaws. Um it it does. Uh you guys can <laughs> see it just finished uh it just finished off a uh either a couple of humans or a large sea creature. They're kinda indistinguishable at this point, and it's chomping down with its sharp jaws, uh blood's going everywhere as it's consuming its uh its catch for the day. Um you guys are all pretty aware that these things exclusively eat. Uh, no, I don't know why I said exclusively. Indiscriminately eat everything. And you guys are in uh, quite a bit of danger. There is no question of whether it will attack your tiny boat. Um, do you guys choose to attack it while it's not looking? Does the boat have cannons? It does not. It has a harpoon. It has a bunch of harpoons. Okay. Um, and that is it. And if you guys can, uh, that's all you can see, though. You can look around for more equipment. You would notice cannons, obviously, but you can look around for uh, other items as well that would help you. Are either of you particularly adept at, oh, you know, weaponry or aiming weaponry for others? <laughs> I have. <laughs> Arthur, Arthur uh, starts grabbing some of the harpoons and gathering them to the side of the ship. So he yeah. can, like, he'll, he'll grab, like, four or five that he kind of has at the ready. Um because he's, he's, he's a big boy. He can definitely huck a spear, or a harpoon, rather. Um, and he's got good aim sc- skills. So. Yeah, Sinead does the same, but only, like, one or two. <laughs> She's not as big as Arthur. Um, while they're doing that, I'm going to look around the ship to see what other assets we might have. All right, so you're going to roll um, wits plus notice. Have you used notice yet? I think I just used notice. Yes, so actually, yeah, no, no bonus die. Yeah. Is this a sequence? Um, this is a sequence. Okay. So, is this one of those things where we all need to roll what we're doing oh, and then... Oh, it's... Yeah. The sequence is about to start. You, you looking for things okay. is not the sequence yet. Sorry. That's what I was checking. What do I need to do with my raises? Alright, so, um, you will get one extra weapon for each raise that you choose to spend. Okay. Um, I'll spend two raises. Alright. Um, and thank any extra ones you got for later. You, uh, find a, uh, a blunderbuss hand cannon type thing, which can fire with, has exactly one bit of ammunition in it. Um, and you also, uh, find a, an extra large harpoon that can do some extra damage if someone brawny enough can throw it. Okay. I will um, give the harpoon to or throw it near our strong English friend or and the Avalonian friend. Um, <laughs> and I will keep the blunderbuss. Alright. Um, Giuseppo is going to steer you guys towards it and we're now going to start a sequence and let's get going. So, everybody roll uh, what you're going to do to it, and we're going to go by most raises to fewest raises. So, what would you all like to do? Let's start with uh, Arthur. All right, well, we're going on the attack, so I don't feel bad opening with the first shot here. Um, So, I think I'm going to... I'm going to start with not the huge harpoon because I want to see if I can lure him into a better position by just like getting his attention because either he's he, we're going to hit him and he's going to flee or he's we're going to hit him and he's going to come try to tango at which case it's going to be easier to hit him with the bigger one. So I think I'm just going to try to throw the like one harpoon at him, one of the normal ones. 
Gotcha. So that's going to be um, aim plus uh, finesse. Aim plus um, finesse. Okay. Next, we're going to go to uh, Sinead. What's your plan? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do the same thing. Just throw a throw one of my harpoons at it. All right. Aim plus uh, finesse. And Q? Uh, I'm going to pop a cap in this Kraken. <laughs> okay. That's going to be aim plus... Do you... Hold up. So, I guess that's going to be aim uh, plus brawn to see if you, like, don't get knocked off the boat from the <laughs> from the force of the gun. Sweet. So, everybody roll those, and let's see who goes first. Okay, I only got one raise. All right. Oh, wait, that's a 10. I can roll like, another die. All right, I got three raises. So I have two raises, my bad. Awesome. Arthur also got three raises. Okay, so um, which one of you between Arthur and uh, Sinead Sinead had a higher die? Uh, My highest was a nine. Mine was a ten. Okay, so um, Arthur goes first. So uh, the way combat works, for those of you at home, each raise uh, can inflict a wound, and it's like a one-to-one ratio, of course, you can um, bank it using for later. You can try and help somebody else with their own thing. But as far as causing damage goes, it's one raise per wound. Also, um, the way a firearm works, it takes five raises to reload, but um, it only takes one uh, one action to fire it. And anyone shot by a firearm takes one dramatic wound, um, which is what happens when you get up on the death spiral to enough wounds. Uh, so it's like multiple wounds at once. And that is how uh, this, uh, this and that is how this works. Since it's, I gave a little tutorial because this is our first combat, I believe. So uh, the kraken is completely the baby kraken is uh, not noticing. You guys, Rob, your uh, Arthur Windflagon has three raises to spend and some harpoons to throw. Okay, uh, so what can I do with it? So I it, does each raise then correspond to one harpoon? Uh, yes, it does. <laughs> okay. You guys have a lot of harpoons. <laughs> All right. So he, like he, like I said earlier, um, <clears throat> Arthur threw the first harpoon, um, and I'm assuming it hits since I got the raise for it. It did. Uh, and it, uh, gets its attention. The harpoon sinks in and it takes one wound of damage. Okay. And then, uh, seeing its reaction, Arthur's going to pick up the, the big boy spear, the big boy harpoon, um, extra heavy boy. And huck it at him, uh, trying to aim for his like body and not the tentacles. All right. So I'll tell you right now, you can use um, you can use two QB raises to throw the big one, or one of the raises to throw the small one. The big one will do uh, extra damage. Okay, he's gonna throw the big one with the other two raises. Okay, so you're gonna use the other two raises. It takes three. Uh, it takes three. Uh, three normal wounds. It has its first dramatic wound which means that um, it's injured. One of its tentacles gets you. Uh, the big one just lands right on the tentacle. You get pretty close to like the eye, but right on the tentacle, slices it right off. It's down the tentacle and bleeding profusely. Um, but now, of course, because it has a dramatic wound, it's going to get a bonus um, as this game's mechanics work. Um, it is now uh, to Sinead. So um, can I use like... All three of my raises to get a headshot on this thing, like through the uh, eye or something, just with one harpoon, or is that too OP? No, I'll I'll let you do that. This thing's got like a ton of 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 HP, so no, that's that's fine. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's what I want to do then. All right, so um, you aim the ho- the the harpoon right in there, and you uh, sh- throw that one harpoon. It gets three. Um, it gets three uh, wounds of damage and also will have a slight disadvantage when trying to attack you guys because its sight is gone. You stuck it right through the eyeball and into the head. It's now, it's you can hear it sort of roaring. I don't know why an octopus can, but you know what? This is sci-fi fantasy. <laughs> so, and I want a dramatic effect. So it is turning towards you guys. You can see it's swimming. It's uh, tentacle, it's missing that tentacle, but still going at about 30 or 40 knots straight towards a small boat. Uh, Giuseppo tries to steer it right out of the way and tries to get a good angle for Q. 
Q, uh, take it away. Okay, so what do I need to shoot this? Um, I think, let's see here. Let me check to make, the, make sure in the rules. So if you shoot it, you can add raises too to do additional damage, I guess. Okay. So um, you can use two raises and then it gets... Um, also, don't forget, to, if you can, I know I keep saying this, you can also bank your raises for later because that might come in handy in combat. You can avoid things, but don't forget to bank your raises if you want. Right. Um, I'm going to still just use these two on this initial first shot. All right, so you aimed a blunderbuss. Can you tell me exactly how this how how it looks? Yeah, Q is trying to steady themselves on the ship, which is tossing a little bit with the waves and with the movement of people rushing and throwing harpoons. Um, <laughs> and much like the, you know, the art book where it has the picture of this person firing off a spell <laughs> and like shooting a gun into the air, uh, I push uh, the gun straight forward, like close one eye. Um, They're shooting it with their right hand, but, you know, they're ambidextrous. And uh, fire off. Um, The the little hand cannon jolts up your arm, goes straight straight up with the massive kickback uh, of the weapon. It flies forward and hits the same eye that Sinead had. It takes one dramatic wound plus two uh, smaller wounds um it is now at three dramatic wounds which means it's getting some massive bonuses uh when it's its turn uh but it took some heavy damage this thing is well on its way to dying it looks very angry and uh it's smoldering at the top of its eye um Giuseppo's turn Giuseppo is going to steer it out of the way to try and get uh to try and avoid any tentacle attacks and it is now the kraken's turn are you guys ready no hell yeah <laughs> let's do it let's get it okay um you can avoid re- use spend raises if you have any banks to avoid the wounds if uh, any happen to come on to you guys um the kraken is tired of taking all this from you guys it was just minding its own business granted it would have loved to devour you so it's not innocent but still and it's been shot multiple times it's finally reached your small boat seven it's seven left tentacles shoot out of the ocean and try and smash uh each of you guys and we are going to roll that damage or okay that is four uh four raises um, it's going to uh, first at Q. It's kind of uh, grumpy about the massive damage. It's going to smash a tentacle uh, close to Q. Um, Q, you're going to. It's going to swipe right at the arm that you had holding the gun. It's going to knock the gun out of your hand and into the ocean, and you take uh, two wounds. So, if I use a raise, I can keep that from happening. Uh, you can use one way raise to avoid uh, one wound. So two raises to avoid both. Would if I take the wound, could I hold on to the gun? Like if I use, I only have one raise is the thing, but I really don't want to lose this gun. Um, the gun is uh, you cannot hold on to hold on to the gun. It uh, it's the force of a giant. Uh, I two raises, I'd let you hold on to the gun, but uh, one is not enough hit. to hold on. All right. So you take uh, two wounds. You still have your one raise banked uh, from earlier. Uh, the ship, your 12 HP ship, now has uh, two wounds as well. Before it sinks and you guys all go down. Uh, it's going to take its an, another tentacle and smash it right onto Arthur for the harpooning he was doing. Arthur, take two wounds or spend raises to avoid them. Okay. So if you, you get four wounds and that's a dramatic wound, and then yes. okay, I so I'm confused because I have a spell that lets me cure, um, five wounds for every nice. for every rank you have in this glamour. I only have one rank, but dramatic wounds are not healed. So what would that even do if I got a dramatic wound and I just erase the four other minor wounds? Um, I, I think. Uh, oh, you first. Well, because I was reading about dramatic wounds last session because you take them whenever you, like, um, you know, do something that requires it. 
but I think that you can only get rid of dramatic wounds if you take like specific RP downtime or wait until the end of the session. So I think it just wouldn't do anything yeah, I, like, I to your dramatic it, wound. It's supposed to take you like it's if you're about to get your second dramatic wound, it can take you down to to one again. Like it's I think it's I don't think you can. If like that makes like sense. it's it's useless to use when you have one dramatic wound because like you'd be getting rid of the four non or the four minor yeah. wounds, but you'd yes. still have the dramatic wound. But so if you have you a dramatic need... wound and three minor ones, then it'd be pretty useful. Yeah. Um, but so like if the minor wounds were healed and you still have the major wounds, we still have to get four minor no, that wouldn't make sense. Okay, I'll just use that when I'm about to get another major wound. Okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah, so I think the I think the point where it really matters starts depending on like how many wounds on an average round a villain deals to you. It's like taking a healing potion, you know? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So uh, the ship takes two more uh, takes two more wounds, as it were, and uh, it has eight uh, has eight left. Um, we are now back um, to Q, who still has one raise left if you want to use it for anything at all. Did it not attack me? Nope. All right. Cool. It didn't have enough raises. <laughs> didn't roll amazing. Cool. <laughs> I think I will hold on to this raise for now. All right. So that is the end of the round. Um, what would you guys like to do next? Keep in mind that uh, you already, you will not get a bonus die if you choose to use the same skills. Um. So is there a way that I can repair wounds to the ship? Absolutely. Um, that's like going to gonna that. be sailing plus, well, I guess you still wouldn't get a bonus because you already used sailing. But yeah. let me see if I can throw you a bone real quick. Because that's, that's, I like that. I'm going to see if. I mean, that would I still also... probably be my best role if I were to do sailing because it's higher yeah. than anything else I have. True. Yeah. We're going to, I guess it is. I can also at some point as the DM just give you guys an extra bonus if I like what you do. Um, I might save it, but good point. So that's going to be sailing plus resolve. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Arthur? I want to see if I can do something creative here. I don't know what this would exactly do for us. I mean, I get. So is there. Can I look for like a net on the ship? Um, yeah. It's going to take you. It's going to take you your sequence to to uh to look for one so it's oh, going to be notice plus uh plus wits oh uh, now i'll just take my turn um well i mean not necessarily because it it'll only take you one ways to do it and then you can bank those two to do something else at the end of it okay that's turns fair. go until everyone's out of raises or decides to bank it so we move you can still do something um, All right, but you have I to spend one of your raises to do it. So if you only get one raise, you're going to grab the net and then stand there. <laughs> I want to look for like a net or something else that I can like attach to a harpoon so that if I stick him with one, it'll like tie him up and make it hard for him to like run away anymore. Okay, that's a good plan. All that running that a Kraken does. Uh... <laughs> well, it's fast, so if it's like it has to reposition for attacking it, and then, like if I tie up its tentacles, like I don't know, GG. No, no, it's a good move. I was just saying, <laughs> you said run away instead of swim away, and I was trying to make fun oh. of you for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, Olympic-level sprinters, those Krakens. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, it'll be one way raise to find one. There is one on the ship, but uh, you have to find it. So after that, um, you can decide. You can attach one and then throw it and uh, use whatever raises you have left to inflict some wounds. All right, what, um, what roles would those be? Oh, that's a. Uh, those would be uh, that would be aim plus uh, finesse to find the stuff. No, to, to find it, it's convince plus wits. Sorry. Okay. And Q. Um, I'm gonna try and scare the kraken away. Like okay. I'm gonna try and uh, threaten it uh, with that's... like holding a harpoon, jabbing near it. Like I'm gonna strike. All right, you're gonna need uh, five raises to scare it. That's intimidate plus. Uh, panache. Okay. We're gonna need some good luck here. I don't <laughs> think I'm gonna get it. It's possible. You can re-roll the exploding tens, so you can keep doing that. No, this is my worst roll that I've done yet. <laughs> What'd you get? <laughs> I didn't even get a single raise. Alright. Um, <laughs> as a result, I'll tell you what happens because of that in a minute. It is now uh, going to uh, Arthur. How many did you roll? Uh, I got two raises. And uh, Sinead? 
Hold on, I haven't rolled yet, sorry. Okay, so I got three raises. All right, so you go first. Um, you can uh, repair one wound to the ship for each raise, and you can also bank them for later to avoid wounds, etc. Um, I will use two raises to add two, to save two harm or whatever, two wounds. All right, uh, you have one uh, raise to save for later, and yeah. the ship is up to 10 HP. Um, we're now going to Rob, who's got two raises. Uh, use one to find a net. Cool. So I find the net, and then can I use my other one to, like, or I guess, huh. Okay, yeah, I'll use the other one to, like, attach it to the uh, to the harpoon, and then... Good plan. Yeah. Uh, you take it, and you throw it, and it hits right into the Kraken. Uh, it takes one wound, uh, because you used your one raised, and order to uh however the net is rather weak it's going to take two raises in order to uh pin down the arms and cause it to have difficulty attacking would anybody with the raise like to assist arthur in uh taming this kraken's tentacle um i'll use that one raise i banked from earlier to help awesome so you leave your position uh of safety in the stern to go and help arthur Windflag and rustle the giant tentacle and the two of you wrap the net around two of the tentacles, disabling them. So it's now down to only five and also one eye. <laughs> Things are having a bad day. Not to mention the extra wound it took from Arthur's harpoon thrust. Uh, with the damage it's taking, it looks like it's going to be a short battle before, uh, before you guys know it. Now it is going to Q, who did not get any raises. When you abandon this position of safety as you're running to... Uh, assist Arthur. Uh, the Kraken gra- takes one of its uh, free tentacles and whips you atop the head, trying to grab you and pull you into the ocean. It does not pull you into the ocean, but you do take one wound unless you have a raise to avoid it. Nope. Fresh out. The good news is it did not hit the ship. The ship doesn't take any damage. Would anybody like to use raises to do anything else before? Or actually, it's Giuseppe's turn. One second. Giuseppe. Let's roll for Giuseppe. He again tries to steer the ship around uh the kraken to get a better angle and he does not do very well (laughs) some bad luck on the dice wow oh someone's gotta calculate that probability someday um did you just roll like quadruple ones or something like that (laughs) he got two and a two and a three so he uh steers it into the kraken and it the kraken takes one wound the ship takes two wounds Way to go, Giuseppe. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyone like to use any raises for anything before we go to the next uh, next round or before the Kraken goes? Wish I could. All right. The Kraken's turn. The Kraken is going to take its five remaining tentacles, and it's got that uh, slight disadvantage, so I'm going to take one die away because it's wrapped, the two of the tentacles are wrapped up in the net by our intrepid explorers. Uh, five, D, ten. Here we go. Reroll the 10. Oh, didn't matter. <laughs> Just short of a fourth raise. Um, so it gets three raises. It's going to use all three on Giuseppo, uh, who gets his first dramatic wound, um, if I'm calculating this correctly, because he had it from earlier. He, the tent, he takes uh, one of the tentacles, reaches in, grabs Giuseppo, and squeezes him. And he tries to make his way out of it. He is stuck within this uh within the kraken's death grip and cannot get out um he smashes giuseppo onto the surface of the ship which takes three more damage um giuseppo in response takes out his uh takes out a dagger and stabs it right into the tentacle that's holding him and cuts it open the tentacle starts bleeding it shoots all over the boat and the Kraken screams its loudest as it takes uh, two last wounds to the, conquer the rest of its HP and slips into the ocean, dead as can be. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.